0: And welcome to the iMeet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your hosts, Michael Ross and Christian Lipinski, and me, Rachel Bathgate. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at or find us on LinkedIn at I hotel.
1: Hi, Christian Lipinski here, and welcome to I Need Hotel to podcast. We hope you're doing well, and that you're having a great summer. Now that the borders are opening up, uh, so we hope you're traveling safe. As usual, we have more content on our website, imehotel.com. So, if you're looking for more podcasts or videos, uh, you should go check it out there. Today, we have a really interesting guest, uh, Adele Gutman, who is the host of the Hospitality Reputation Marketing podcast. She also has decades of experience in the hospitality industry yeah, really decades and she's is also a friend of iMeet Hotel. She's spoken at one of our iMeet Hotel events. Adele, it's a pleasure to speak to you again. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you?
1: I'm um, very, very good. And really pleased to uh, have you back uh, on an I Need mean Hotel program. Um, you know, looking at your history, I mean, you have really, really interesting uh, career in hospitality, uh, for example, in the Library Hotel Connection. But can you give us a little bit uh, of your background and, you know, the different things that you've done through your career?
2: Well, sure. I um, I started out uh I was a dance major actually in, in high school. And I, I had a break year between high school and college teaching dance. And, I realized that that wasn't a good way to make a living, but I used to go to this uh, spa with my mom, Mm -hmm. uh, one of those destination spas where you are getting fit and healthy and everything. And I thought, this is a beautiful atmosphere to be in. I would love to work in a resort, especially a health resort. It would be so nice. And so I uh, went to the Hilton college for hotel and restaurant management. And immediately they said, Adele, you belong in sales and marketing, which I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. How would anybody buy a hotel for me? But I really, I, I fell in love with sales and marketing. And over the years, um, of course, I advanced, but I was always usually the the, the department head of sales or mar- sales and marketing and revenue. I usually didn't have anybody over me. So I learned so much from Uh, the Hospitality, Sales, and Marketing Association, especially Mm. before we had podcasts to learn from. It was a great way to always keep on the cutting edge of what was going on. And through my years, I came to realize uh, at one point when I started with the Library Hotel Collection Mm. in the year 2000, that the best way to enhance my revenue The best way to get more conversions on sales, the best way to get more conversions on advertising, the best way to have um, high occupancy and high average rates is having really loyal customers, Mm -hmm. especially those who will tell their friends. Mm -hmm. And I just was able to be successful at something that was so empowering Mm -hmm. that now that I've uh, left Uh, being on property at hotels after 20 years of being at the library hotel collection as the vice president of sales marketing and revenue, Mm -hmm. now I'm independent and I help uh, inspire hoteliers how they can really boost their revenue and their loyalty, including their employee loyalty. Uh, through this five star review system that I've developed,
1: mm-hmm. and I think that's uh, you know we're going to get a little bit more into that because uh, again with the IME hotel program that we had, uh, so many so many uh, empowering ideas and uh, uh, ways to to grow. Uh, as a business uh, but first things first to remind everyone what you talked about at our Imi hotel event or introduce people uh, who haven't seen it you talked about alignment and the the importance of being on the same page from sales marketing operations uh, and communications for the best guest satisfaction uh, and higher revenue and of course uh, anybody that uh, Uh, is listening wants to check out that presentation from the i hotel Uh, it's on our website so you can take a look at that and i recommend it but maybe adele you can tell me a little bit more about the importance of of alignment between all these different uh, departments hospitality i'd
2: love to i'd love to it is the way we uh really begin that process at any hotel and there are two kinds of alignment one is what you just mentioned was having all the departments aligned, banning those knowledge silos, mm-hmm. uh, using 100% of your workforce towards one mission, one inspiring vision and goal and values. And for us, uh, we wanted, we told everybody that We believe that that every single person that was hired on the team was hired because they had that extra spark that they wanted to make people happy. And we believe that if we make every single guest feel very uh, cared for, appreciated and respected at every encounter, Mm -hmm. that means that I can't do it alone from my desk, that I need the whole team with me on that. So if we as a team gather together and we're all aligned to making every guest feel happy, uh, they will do the marketing for us. And so that, that is the place where we start. Uh, but there's another kind of alignment and that is what we think, Mm -hmm. what we say and what we do has to be in alignment. And very often, the executive office is thinking my company is the greatest look how great we're doing and you know we we're the superior leader in the industry and everything right. but does the bellman know that because yes, exactly. if you actually go to listen to the reviews you will see that there are reviews that say wait a minute I'm not having that wonderful experience that the executive leaders are talking about. And then the marketing people go on and say, this is the ultimate experience. Our staff will do everything to make you happy. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? When you read the reviews, why is it that 75% guest satisfaction is so common? Mm -hmm. And if you actually tabulated the uh, net promoter score, you'd find it even lower Mm -hmm. because Uh, The net promoter score only only counts in the people who say, yay, it was five-star experience, outstanding, love it. They don't count the four-star reviews because that's the base, what everybody should be just for showing up today. And the detractors are threes, twos, and ones. So when you actually look at the net promoter score, you will find that your hotel is actually has incredible room for improving its revenue, its loyalty. And when you work on loyalty of the guest and you include the whole team Mm -hmm. in the process, the staff is happier, the guests are happier, and your bank account is happier. Yeah, exactly. And it's the magic formula.
1: Yep, and I think that's, uh, you know, that's an important thing to, to discuss and to, you know, point out uh, about having everybody on the same page uh, from top to bottom. Um, you, you also talked at the IMEA Hotel event uh, a bit about increasing guest satisfaction, uh, and I'd love to dive a bit more into this, specifically on uh, the way uh, these needs have changed. I mean, since you've been working uh, in the sales and marketing, from your experience uh, and, of course, over the past 12 months, Uh, how the hotels need to respond to reviews and guest satisfaction real time. Uh, How has it evolved? And especially since the last 12 months that that you've seen from your side?
2: Well, I think that hotel guests need change every year. This is just an especially unusual year where it's more um, pronounced, Mm -hmm. Uh, probably less because the guests needs have changed more. I mean, yes, they have, they certainly have because, you know, cleaning obviously has, has come into play here. Um, that integrity in that area is, is so important, but because we have, uh, staffing issues because we have financial issues, there has been less, uh, less service delivered, Mm -hmm. actually less service delivered and the people are upset about that. Yeah. It's not just that the people are yelling at our st- our, our uh, hotel front desks because they're cranky. Yes, they are cranky. There's no question about that. But they actually have reason to be cranky because we are not setting them up for success when we market the hotel on the website as having a pool, as having a full breakfast, as yeah. having all of these things, and they're not being well communicated to, mm-hmm. to understand that that's not what, that's not what you're, they're going to be experiencing. Sure. And right now, even in very recent months, I just read a whole bunch of um, reviews from uh, May and June, uh, we're, we're recording this in July. So, even after the time when hotels would very well be able to have the breakfast again and have the pool open Mm -hmm. but the guests are still complaining that that's that that's a problem How, how aren't they and that they didn't know about it that they weren't informed so that's one thing but there's one way, if you don't mind my going yeah, no, on. Of course. no. There's I mean, a,
1: this is there's... this is all gold, Adele. I mean, it's a super, <laughs> super important. And especially, you know, in today's age, like this this information, I don't think it's, you know, it, it's available. But uh, getting it directly to our listeners to understand this uh, is super important. So go on.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm so happy to have this opportunity because I consider it my mission in life. To help uh, as many people in the hospitality industry as possible understand how life can be better for them, for their teams, and for their guests. Yep. So because I know that guests' expectations change every year, not just this year, you need a device that's always going to, that if you, if you grasp onto that device, it will carry you through. And every day, every week, every month and every year, you're going to continually get feedback from your guests mm-hmm. in the form of reviews and also in the form of just people talking to the front desk, people talking to your PBX person, people talking to your housekeeper, Um, emails, chat boxes, all of these things are providing us with incredible levels of data. You don't need to buy research. You don't need even to do a survey. Um, You can just listen to your feedback that is all around you. And as long as you're continually listening to it, not doing what hotels are doing now, which is assigning it to yeah. a front desk clerk or the, the night auditor or the social media intern or their PR agency. Mm-hmm. If you're assigning your relationship with your customer to someone else, are you really the management of mm-hmm. that hotel? Are you really the leadership of that hotel? If you are the leadership of that hotel, you should know what your guests are saying about you and listen to their feedback with a humble heart, looking for opportunities to change, small change, and make those changes. That's the response you need. The change is the response, not the written response. That's just window dressing.
0: Oh, you know what that sound is. It's time to take a quick break for industry updates with me, Ray Bathgate. Here's what you should know for the beginning of August. Skyscanner is partnering with AI-powered, personalized itinerary platform Inspiroc. Now, the travel platform will be offering domestic trip planning by car. The new travel planner, currently in beta version, is called Road Trip, and it's a combination of Skyscanner's booking services and Inspiroc's personalization engine. This is following data showing domestic searches accounting for 43% of global searches on Skyscanner. Road trips is currently available in the US, the UK, Australia, Canada, and Ireland. Then the CRS travel booking system Amadeus is partnering with travel app developer Hopper to add FinTech offering to its product line. In return, Amadeus is sharing its extensive car rental inventory. It'll also be deploying Hopper cloud products, including a cancel for any reason option, which allows passengers to instantly cancel any flight reservation up to 24 hours before departure and get at least 80% of the fare back, as well as the price freeze option, which allows travelers to hold a price for up to 14 days. Hopper's founder and CEO said that, quote, There's an enormous appetite for security and stability, and customers are willing to pay for this," And a pandemic-focused study from Expedia Group reveals that price is no longer the primary driver of travel decisions. Safety and financial security, instead, have emerged as the top considerations for would-be travelers. The report additionally shows shifting views on travel, including positive sentiment on vaccine passports, and increased budgets from those surveyed. And that's the main industry news roundup for now. I'm Ray Bathgate. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show.
1: Thanks, Ray, for the updates. All right, Dell, let's jump right back into it. Uh, so now let's get down to brass tacks. You've talked before about the importance of really living your work culture day in and day out uh, and it's really refreshing to be in a company that does this but it seems like it can be a, a, a scary transition so uh, in what ways can can companies ensure their living uh their work culture
2: well you know first of all the ownership and and the management have to believe uh At least give it a full shot at trying it. It is amazing when you commit to a vision. And so often I hear people say, but you don't understand, Adele. My team doesn't care. You know what? That's just not that's just not true. Everybody wants to wake up every day and go to a job where their work matters, where their where their contributions matter, where they feel appreciated, where their expertise is respected. And if you say to your team, you know what? I've seen you guys have great reviews, but it's inconsistent. And I want you to feel the joy of being in a hotel where every single guest is thanking you afterwards and saying what a wonderful experience it is. And I know that we can be this kind of hotel. So let's work together as a team. Let's collaborate Mm -hmm. and find ways. Join me on this mission of continuous improvement as we, you know, shoot towards our goal of 100% guest satisfaction. I know that you know how to make people happy because I've seen you do it we just need to talk about it more Mm -hmm. share ideas and get everybody to to deliver that every day to every guest and talk about kindness and compassion morning noon and night very often hoteliers think that polite and professional is what their their goal is but it's the lowest possible bar you should really be striving to make people happy It's just that extra little step between professional and polite and making that person's face light up because you made them feel like a VIP. Everyone deserves that feeling of being a VIP when they travel.
1: We are the
2: respite
1: yeah absolutely yeah. I, I was just going to say that absolutely I mean that I mean that's what hospitality is about. It's not about uh opening a door it's about serving people and having them as a guest uh, on your property and so it should be more about uh taking care of that guest than producing key cards so absolutely yeah. agree with you a hundred percent on that. Uh,
2: exactly. You can take any transaction and make it into a beautiful welcoming experience instead where the guest walks away feeling so cared for and I believe every human being in this world no matter what price point mm-hmm. uh no matter what they can afford deserves a getaway, deserves a break and deserves to feel like a VIP for that time that they are in our care. Absolutely. And so we should we should not react to um, their upset or their distress Mm. with defensiveness, but instead let's be compassionate and be their ambassadors to happiness, helping them get out of that frame of mind and into one where everything is working well for them and they're getting what they need. Mm -hmm. And just that change alone can often make the difference. But also you spoke before about living your culture. Mm-hmm. You have to, as leaders in your in your property, you need to banish fear from the building. I had a wonderful interview with, um, on my podcast, mm-hmm. the hospitality sales and uh, reputation marketing podcast. Mm-hmm. It was Sally Betts, the general manager of the Royal Lancaster Hotel in London, which was the number 272 hotel Mm. in London out of 1,100 or more hotels, Mm. and now they're number eight sure. and they're not just at number eight in, in London, but they, I think they were in the top 10. No, for sure. They were in the top 10 in the UK yeah. for the entire last year on the TripAdvisor advisor traveler's choice awards. So she did an amazing transformation and she said, what's so important is not is empowering the team. She doesn't want them li- limited to, um, to standard operating procedures she wants to be, have them emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. where they can f- be feel free to use their creativity to do the right thing and there is no fear that they are going to be punished or berated or undermined or bullied in any way she removes the bullying between any departments or between between managers uh, in order to let everyone bring their full creativity to problem solving and to making guests happy. And look what she's accomplished. It's something
1: to the top 10. That's a, that's a fantastic job. hats off uh, to that whole team over there. That's, that's really, uh, really quite a result. And she
2: says that people are, are, are clamoring to work there because they want to work in that culture.
1: I, you know, when you when you're looking for a new job or you have an interview, what's the first thing you do? You go look up the company, you look up the reviews. And if you just see with negative re- reviews, why would you want to work there? But if you see all these glowing reviews about how what an excellent place it is from people that don't work there, uh, then, yeah, absolutely. I think that would be uh, a tremendous uh, way to get people uh, in the door to work for you. And now this brings me to, uh, to the bad reviews, the big elephant in the room here. Uh, what about negative experiences and bad reviews? I know with fake reviews, they're out there. They're less common, and they can be removed. Uh, but, of course, if you get that bad review, it's going to stick on there. So we all know that they have to be dealt with, uh, but sometimes it can seem you know pretty overwhelming. So how do you take these bad experiences or these bad reviews and you turn it into a good one?
2: Well, very often I I might, if it's a very bad review, I might quickly write something as a response saying, I'm so sorry uh, you had this experience. I'm going to try to connect with you offline. Um, it, sometimes you have to a- ask them. You know, on TripAdvisor, for example, you can actually uh, send them a private message mm-hmm. as a hotelier. Um, saying, Hey, I'm the vice president of the company or the general manager or the owner or whatever. And, and by the way, don't give that to a department head uh, to answer. It should be from the top leadership because a very bad review is the escalation Mm -hmm. that department head already had the chance to take care of the problem while the guest was still in the hotel and they let them walk out. So this time they're writing to the management they're not writing to you when I see a a review response that says I'm going to be sure to let the management of the hotel know about this who are you to be writing to me then I was writing this so that the management of the hotel is seeing are you saying that the management doesn't care enough about the reviews Mm -hmm. to look at them on their own I want a, an answer from the management, not from somebody right. else. Or they'll, when a general manager says in the re- response, I'll be sure to let the chef know that you didn't like the yeah. dish, or I'll be sure to let the front desk know that, that it, that yeah, it that- was, so that they can make the change. You know what? It, it shows you don't care enough to get involved yourself. Right. It, what they want to hear when they send a negative review is,
1: That someone that can make changes is listening to their feedback, listening to their reviews. That someone is, you know, know, that, hey, yes, I am the general manager here and your feedback is super important and I will go and take care of that. Or I will go and figure out how our team can make it better versus having somebody lower down say, oh, yeah, we'll we'll send it up the chain. Then it feels like nobody's listening to you uh, and you spend that time to make that review.
2: Yes. A, a, a very false idea that a lot of hoteliers have is that people who complain are looking for some sort of compensation, yeah. but most people are really just looking to be heard yeah. and you should maybe do some compensation of, or inviting them back in some way. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the most important thing is that they feel heard and that they feel, Feel that you made a change because of it. That makes them feel powerful, important, cared about, respected. That's what is really meaningful. And it's also what's really meaningful to the other people who read that response. So sometimes if it's a really bad response and I know that I cannot quickly get the information together, I might just tell them, please allow me the next 24 hours to to, you know, do a full investigation of what happened. And I will get back to you uh, very shortly. Here's how you can reach me should you want to share more details with me. And, and then I will go and ask, uh, you know, who spoke to this guest? Um, tell me about what happened. No blame, just, I know that you're a wonderful person and that you like to make people ha- happy, but somehow it didn't work out here. So let's talk about what happened uh, so that we can just see if we can devise what would be a good way of making sure that if a similar person comes tomorrow, the the same complaint won't arise. And that is so liberating and it's terrifying and very bad feeling for the staff to be called in and asked about things when they're um, getting... uh, you know, interrogated. Mm-hmm. But when it's a conversation between two people who both want the same goal, it can be a very important conversation that ends in a decision. Oh, you know what? I need to I I, I can see that the way that sentence is written that mm-hmm. they could have misunderstood that we were yeah. doing this, but actually it's we're we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Or we can find out that uh, the food is cold because they're only putting one sterno out under the dish and they're changing it every two hours when they should be having maybe two sternos under the dish and changing it every 45 minutes. For example, just finding solutions or maybe adding something to the menu to make vegetarians happy or Mm gluten-free people happy or whatever it is. There are all kinds of little things that you can do that are really not that complicated. And when you talk about it, with an eye towards getting a little bit closer to our mission of making every sure that every guest feels cared for, appreciated and respected and Mm welcome. Then, then those small changes will mean so much. And then you just, the response that you write has to be a reflection of the internal response, which is what you're going to change to do better. Stop putting out writing that has no relationship to your actions. Remember when I said what you think, what you say, and what you do have to be in alignment. I, I can tell you that many, 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 if not most hotels are simply writing public relations, creative writing responses that have absolutely no basis in any action that's going to change inside the hotel. And that is why... We were able to have Mm -hmm. 96.1% NPS score company-wide, while others couldn't. We were just willing to do a little bit more Mm -hmm. than anyone else. And you can outshine your competition just as easily as we did. Mm -hmm. You just have to make it a daily discipline.
1: Absolutely. Daily discipline, work culture, uh, and, you know, through the whole company, everybody that working together, they're working for the same thing. Um, You know, you talked uh, a little bit ago about being ambassador for happiness and uh, in the hospitality industry, and it looks like you have a solid handle on it. So real quick, my last question for you. um, What was one day that for you personally Said, "Yep, I'm going to rate this hotel five stars." Or, however, uh, after you stayed there and left, what was the one thing that really kind of you picked up during your your, your travels?
2: I, ha- I have to share two experiences. Okay, yeah, one, two. <laughs> one is when I went to Kenya um, at at both the Giraffe Manor and at the uh, and Beyond in uh, uh, Masai Mara. The people were just beaming with love. Mm. It's like, oh my goodness, our guests, our favorite guests, you are the most wonderful people, and we are here to make all your dreams come true. Mm. I have never seen such joy radiating, radiating out of people. There is nothing that they wouldn't do to make you happy. And it is the most astonishing. Uh, hospitality experience I've ever known. Mm. Uh, so I suggest everybody get out there to Kenya and uh, and experience yeah. it. it, sounds like it was it. pretty amazing. But but I want to tell you the details about a small boutique hotel in mm. Houston, Texas. And I'm going to tell you the story of my stay there, which must have been 30 years ago. Mm. Uh, I stayed at the Lancaster Hotel. By the way, one of the top rated, still today, one of the top rated hotels in the country on TripAdvisor year after year. Mm-hmm. But I it's it's no doubt why I felt it myself when I arrived at that hotel. Oh, Miss Adele, I understand that you're you're also working in the hotel business. They they knew they were expecting me mm-hmm. and they made me feel like a special, special friend. Mm-hmm. And then and then I was going to ask them if my, if a package had arrived and, they said, oh, by the way, did you know you had a package arrive earlier today? And I wanted you to know that it was in the room. I think, yeah. I think these people are psyched. Yeah. I hear you're making sales calls <laughs> during your stay. Yeah. Do you need help planning, uh, you know, the route, you know, on the map where your appointments are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so at one point. I walked in, I walked downstairs in the morning, it seemed to be a completely different group of people as far as I'm concerned, but they said, good morning, Miss Adele. Um, I know you're here making sales call. Would you like our driver to take you to your first appointment in the morning? Yeah. And like, wow, these people are so psychic. I, and then I walked back in and I, had asked somebody to overnight me something. So I, I had another package arriving. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm going to have to go to the front desk and ask for it. But by the time I walked in, somebody at the front desk locked eyes on me, say, Michelle, I have your package here. And uh, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to send it up. Do you want to take it now or do you want us, us to have someone send it up? But these people are just too yeah. psychic. <laughs> and then they said, are you do you have any plans for dinner this evening? Would you like us to make you a reservation? We have a wonderful restaurant right here that's award-winning, blah blah blah. I I never I never saw anything like that in my life right. where I just feel like they were reading my mind from the moment I walked in and walked
1: in. That's hospitality. That's what uh, hospitality it should is. be, you know, to taking care of your guests in any way you can from uh, the smiling, lovely faces in uh, the Kenya uh, story told us, or being able to say, uh, you know, we'll take care of your packages or get you where you need to go while you're here at our, our facility, you're a guest. And then they take that idea of guests to what it should be. Yes. Yeah.
2: They were anticipating. Yeah what I needed because they were considerate and thinking about me. They weren't waiting for me to to say, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? They're just going one extra step. And it was so simple for them, but look at their results in the top 10 in the United States of America year after year.
1: That's it. Just little by little. So Adele, that's, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us today. But before I let you go, uh, I got to say this episode has been really great. Really appreciate you coming on. Now, if people want to hear more because you have a lot more and you also have a very amazing podcast, uh, where can we send our listeners to, to check out more, uh, of your, uh, tips, uh, in hotel marketing, uh, and sales.
2: Well, the best place to start is AdeleGutman.com. And then you'll see that you can get my podcast, the Hospitality Reputation Marketing Podcast, uh, on Spotify and Amazon Podcasts and Audible and Apple, everything. Anywhere you can so, get podcast. But, but you can also find it on YouTube if you like to actually watch. And I interview amazing uh, hospitality leaders who have had incredible results, um, as, as I have. So, uh, I'm fascinated. I'm always learning from them and I know that you'll find it to be really inspiring
1: to Go check out AdeleGutman.com, look her up on YouTube, go download her podcast. I really recommend it. Adele, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I had uh, a lot of fun in this conversation and uh, learned quite a bit more. So thank you so much for joining.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at iMeetHotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality.
0: The iMeet Hotel podcast is a production from iMeet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit Bidroom.com to learn more.